Hello, my name is Kelsey, and I worked up to the Shrek soundtrack today. Welcome to the podcast, Can You Take My Shift? This podcast is about bonding with your coworkers, about how much you hate your job. So I just have one question for you, my beautiful little butterfly. Can you take my shift? Now that I'm back in school and I'm taking a language, I have to give my beck and call to the Duolingo bird, so I have to be available at any moment, because that bird does not stop. It's a little scary. Sorry, I'll only ex- I will only accept you saying no to my shift if you can say it in the language you're learning. So in French? Yes. Uh, no in French is no. <laughs> okay, that's totally acceptable. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take that. Perfect. Well, hello, kids. Gather around the share circle. How are we doing today? How are you doing today, Amy? You know, I'm okay. For me, it was the first day back to school. First day back to school for a lot of people. And it went, like, as smooth as possible. And I said before, like, I'm taking French and, oh, boy, am I rusty. But that's okay. First day, first day jitters. But we got it all done and out of the way. So, yay. Good. I'm proud of you. It was kind of my first day because I have a go at your pace, go at your own pace class. And our only assignment was, tell me about yourself. So I, of course, because no one ever wants to be the first person to, like, write the tell me about yourself. So eight people had did it before I did it. So I was like, okay, what did they write? All right. My name is Kelsey. Blah, 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 blah. I hope you're all enjoying the beautiful weather. And then what is the weather outside today? Smoke from the wildfires from the U.S. Yeah, it's kind of gross. And I felt like such a jerk. I'm like, wow. Okay. Hope you all are enjoying the smoke and the wildfires. Kelsey, read the room. (laughs) I wrote this last night. But... Anyways, let's get on to what today is about, kids. Because we've we've gathered around the circle, make a circle like the sun. We're going to talk about our hopes and dreams. Not about how society and capitalism crushes those. No. No, that's not what today is about. Let's talk about jobs. Because, of course, we work jobs. This is a podcast about customer service and employment. No one grew up as a kid going, I want to work in customer service. My dream goal is to work at McDonald's. <laughs> work minimum wage for the rest of my natural life. No, I want to know about what we dreamed of as kids. What were the kind of jobs you wanted to be? Think back to five-year-old Amy. She's sitting in elementary school. Mm. We're having circle time. And then you finger-painted. You had stories. You got to play with the blocks. So fun. Loved the blocks. I loved the blocks, too. I was a Lego kid, but I also loved the good old wooden blocks. Mm. So I want to think back. Okay, so I'm thinking back to when I was a kid, a little kid. The very first thing I could think about when I was four, five, of course, every, not every little girl, but like a good percentage of little girls, I wanted to be a princess. Oh, absolutely. Of course. Like, of course I wanted to be a princess. And... I didn't know what country. I I want to say The Princess Diaries came out when I was younger. Because I can't remember what year that movie came out. But that gave me false hope. Because I I don't know my paternal grandfather. Mm. So that gave me false hope that maybe he was the king of a country that I did not know. <laughs> oh, that's too bad. Right, because The Princess Diaries totally gave me that false hope. <laughs> yeah, I remember growing up. It was princess or because I grew up around like all boy cousins. I would like I felt like I was playing house all the time because I was just felt like I was taking care of them. So I'm like, cool, I guess I'm just going to be a mom when I'm older. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No. (laughs) Yeah. That's a that's what you get when you're five years old. Princess or mom. That's the society puts on women. Although 
seeing the brutal treatment of Meghan Markle, I don't know if I'd want to be a princess. Yeah, I remember when, like, everyone was like, ooh, Harry's still single, and then the wedding happened, and I love, I shouldn't say I love the royal family, I love the royal family drama, because it, it's so entertaining, and it's so crazy to me, because this goes back, like, hundreds of generations, basically, like, it's so ingrained in their lives, so I love, like, royal family drama, no matter what, so, like, when everything happened with Megan, I was like, ooh, because we all knew Harry wasn't going to put up with any kind of shit. No, it was so weird for me because I remember watching Megan on Suits because I used to be really into Suits and that I have not finished Suits. I lost interest. Never seen it. I very much lost interest. I think the fifth or sixth season, I don't know, the last season I watched, everyone was still there. But it was really weird when they got married and I was like, okay, okay, this is weird, but hey, good honor. I mean, Harry still has hair, so good on her. She got the one without the receding hairline. Really, she did. But besides royal family, I'm trying to think of other things I wanted to be. Oh, the I remember when I was eight years old, I went through a doctor phase. Like, I wanted to be a doctor. And specifically, I wanted to be a maternity doctor. I don't know why. But Yeah, I don't know. Knowing you now, like, you don't like kids. No, it doesn't make any sense now when I look at myself because I don't like babies. I don't like kids. I mean, there's, like, a certain age when kids are kind of cool and, like, I'm down to hang out with them. We know they're fully potty trained, but they're, like, not jerks yet. Yeah. So, like, that not, like, eight, nine years old. Yeah. That's when they're, like, that's when kids are the coolest, I personally find. (laughs) But for some reason, eight-year-old Kelsey wanted to be a maternity doctor and she wanted to deliver babies. And I was like, where did I get that from? I don't know. I even did a report when I was eight years old on being a doctor and that's what I wanted to be. And I look back now and I was like, I really have no idea why. Think the only reason I can trace that back is I remember. So my mom used to have to go to work really early, early in the morning. So she would have to go to work at five thirty in the morning. So she would get us up with her to like help us get ready for school, and my sister and I would just watch TV yeah. before we go to school because it was like two and a half hours. And what is on in the morning? Not much. No. You know what's on? TLC. Yep, always. And what is on TLC? There was like there was like birthing stories, my pregnancy or the good old I didn't know I was pregnant. Your mother let you watch that? She went to work. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My sister and I were told we so the thing was, no, like no, she didn't let us watch it, but she had us ready for school. We were up. We we still had two hours till dad had to take us to school. So of course we're allowed to watch TV. I know they have parental locks on TV now, but they didn't have parental locks on TV like way back then. Like yeah. we're talking when I was like eight years old. Mm. This is all this is fifteen years ago, I think. I don't know how math works. <laughs> so that's what me and my sister would watch. <laughs> so I don't know. I got in my head that I wanted to be a maternity doctor. But honestly, like, I don't know. I was pregnant. That's that that show scared me. Oh, yeah. That show's scary. That is, show is so scary. Like, I do not recommend anyone let their child watch that. Especially your eight-year-old child. No. But so I wanted to be a doctor. And then... After that, I remember wanting to be a pop star because it was... When I wanted to be a pop star, that was the height of Hannah Montana. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like, I had a Hannah Montana wig. When I was in singing lessons, when I was 12 years old, I performed Rockstar by Hannah Montana for my singing showcase, and I wore the Hannah Montana wig. I had the cowboy boots on. You know, the long t-shirt with the belt over top. Oh, my God. Yep. 
I went full Hannah Montana. Peak 2000s fashion. Peak. Absolute peak. Like, we're talking, I think this was like season one of Hannah Montana. I was hooked on Hannah Montana from the beginning. Oh, yeah. No, so was I. No, I just loved it. Then, after Popstar, I wanted to be an actress because I got into acting, I think, when I was 10 years old when I started acting. And still, like, I mean, I guess that's the only thing I've kind of carried with me my entire life is I always wanted to be an actress. Mm. So that was, like, the most plausible one. I, like, when I went to New York when I was 15, I was like, I'm going to be on Broadway. And then when you and I went to New York last year, I was like, I don't know if I'd want to live here. (laughs) Which is funny because I went to New York and I'm like, I want to be here all the time. But I just love New York. Well, it was my second time to New York because I went the first time when I was 15. And I was like, oh, yes, I'm moving here when I'm done. When I'm done high school, I'm moving to New York. Mm -hmm. And then you and I went last year and I was like, nah, I don't like New York. (laughs) It's not for everybody. Yeah, I... Although, like, I do want to go back again, but I want to have so much more money because I just want to see a show every night. Oh, absolutely. Like, that was the saddest thing is we could only afford to go to one show, which mm-hmm. I'm so happy we got to go see Mean Girls. Oh, yeah. so good. It was so good, but I really wish we could have seen more. Oh, of course. Next time. Yeah. What else did I want to be? Ooh, I went through an elementary school teacher phase. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be a teacher, especially, I do, again, I don't know what younger me liked kids. I don't know what's ruined kids. I can't remember. I mean, I can kind of remember points in my life when I've started to dislike kids. Oh, fair. But I wanted to be an elementary school teacher. And then, so when I was in my last year of high school, I wasn't allowed to take any spares. My mother was like, no, you're not taking any spares. Mm. So I decided to TA, like teacher's assistant, the the 14-year-old freshman drama class. Wow. And that taught me I do not want to be a teacher. Yeah, that would do it. (laughs) Yeah, I was stuck with a bunch of 14-year-olds. And so the teacher, the drama teacher who was originally supposed to teach the class, she had to get a hysterectomy. Which is a lot of recovery time. So she had to get a substitute teacher. And the substitute teacher was, like, fresh out of college, super nice. She knew nothing about acting. Oh. She had never acted a day in her life. She was just like, I, I got this job. I mean, she was lucky. She was happy to have a gig. And she was like, so, and then my the teacher told us, like, oh, my TA will teach all the classes. And I was like, ah, ah. No, I'm not. I'm not paid for this. It's yeah. Not, no. So I ended up teaching a bunch of kids who did not want to be there because the problem was with my high school was the musical theater department, the musical theater program was huge, mm-hmm. but the actual just drama class, not huge at all. No, because yeah. Because our school did a musical every year. We didn't do a play. So the kids who actually wanted to be in theater were all in musical theater. Drama class was full of... So if they could say, I think it was like 20 kids they could take, 10 of those kids actually wanted to be there. The other 10 were put there because they didn't choose any... They couldn't choose any other elective. No, it was like, it was like that at my high school too. So it was the worst. I ended up, after TAing that class, because they basically taught that class because the substitute teacher didn't know a thing about acting and I've been acting since I was eight years old because I yes I've been acting since eight years old because I got the lead in the play in the school play when I was eight years old mm-hmm. your horn don't you don't excuse you? me I was Santa in Survivor Santa and I beat out all the boys to be Santa thank you very much <laughs> absolutely <laughs> absolutely so that taught me that I did not want to be a teacher because I couldn't handle kids that didn't want to be there and it made me very frustrated because I had taught in an acting camp before but all those kids 
their parents were paying for them, paying hundreds of dollars for them to be there. Yeah. So I loved it, right? Because you're at a you're at a summer camp, and I was helping teach the summer camp, and these kids were so excited and wanted to be there, and they were having the greatest time of their life. And then it's high school where they just shove a bunch of kids who don't want to be there, and I was like, I can't do this. Yeah. I can't teach a class with people who don't want to be here, and that made me really because I was really gonna go into teaching in high school. Fair enough. And that just made me completely rethink. I was like, I don't I don't think I want to be a teacher. But also teachers do not get paid enough. They definitely do. They not. they truly are doing the most amazing work and they do not get paid enough to put up with what they have to put up with. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I wanted to be Oh, I also wanted to be an author. Like, I've written a bunch of plays. I wrote plays in college. I always wanted to be an author. I still would kind of like to be an author. Maybe one day I'll write a book. I'm really good at starting things, but I'm not good at finishing. You gotta get on that Wattpad train, Kelsey. Well, I mean, technically I'm a writer. I do write this podcast. Thank you very much. Well, that's fair. Oh, and here's the one other thing that I can remember wanting to be. A massage therapist. Now, if you know me, this is strange for me. Yeah. Because I do not like to touch people. I do not like to be touched and I do not like to touch people. Nope. If I'm really close with you, then I'll then I'll let you touch me. Like I let Amy just step on my back. Oh yeah, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I love our friendship. The amount of weird things I've asked you to just apply tan, like spray tan to my entire body. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That crack- ain't friendship. I don't know what is. <laughs> crack my back. Or or those, uh, what are they, salon paws? Oh, yeah. Like the little, uh, like, stick on heat <sighs> patches. The amount of weird places I've asked you to put those where I cannot reach. Like, you, I love you. You love me. I let you touch me. <laughs> but I am not a touchy-feely person. Like, my, when you talk about love language, Languages, that is at the bottom of my list. Yeah, I'm the same. But when I was a kid, I was really good at giving, like, massages. Yeah. But you do have, like, small hands. I so. do. I do have tiny hands, but I can, like, really get the knots. Yeah. And, like, my mom would, like, lift my back massages. My nan, they were like, you should become a massage therapist. And that was always my backup as a kid. It's like, oh, if, you know, if I don't become, you know, the Oscar winner, I'm... I was meant to be. I'll become a massage therapist. Well, there you go. At least you had a backup. Plan B. I know, right? You know, doctor. If I can't be a doctor, Hannah Montana, I'll just be a massage <laughs> Because, like, as a kid, that was always weirdly my backup. Mm. I would have my big dream, and then my backup was always, I'm going to be a massage therapist. <laughs> but as an adult, I just hate touching people. It's fair. You can change your mind. In so, the words of Hannah Montana, you can change your hair and you can change your clothes. <laughs> change your mind. It's just the way it goes. And you can say goodbye and you can say hello. But you'll always find your way back home. Please don't copyright us. Yeah, please don't copyright us. But yeah, so that is my list of things I wanted to be when I grew up. And currently I am none of those things. I mean... You're kind of a writer. Yeah, I'm kind of yeah, I'm kind of a writer. Mm-hmm. Technically, I was an actress. There you go. So I kind of I, I kind of accomplished two out of all those things. I won't be massaging anybody, but like every once in a while, I'll give you a massage. Oh, you crack yeah. my back, I'll massage you. There you go. Yeah. So those are the things I want to do. I wanted to do. What was what was your childhood dreams like? My childhood dreams they vary. Like they're all very strange. And growing up, I've always really been into fashion and dressing up. I dress up for me growing up was like a huge thing. So I always I was like, oh maybe I'll be a fashion designer. And I remember. Do you remember when you used to be able to get those? 
pencil cases at Claire's that come with like a pencil, an eraser. It was like a little kit for like $10 or something like that. I'm trying. I I think I know what you're talking yeah. about. But when I think of Claire's, I think of the 10 for 10 rack. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, there was that too. But no, for some reason, like I... I've always, I've always really liked stationery. I have so much stationery that it's really bad. Yeah, you really do. We have bad. so much stationery. So much, but I love it. And I used to get those as, like, gifts all the time. So then I remember one year I got one of those for my birthday, and then I got a Happy Bunny notebook, and in that notebook I would draw clothes. I was like, ooh, one day I want to, like, design this or wear this or do this. And I had my brain set on that for a very, very, very long time. That's probably the only career I've had that's, like, translated to my everyday life and now like my future career kind of. I did want to be an interior designer for a while or because I loved building forts growing up. <laughs> yeah. From forts to it. Okay. <laughs> I was like, it was all very like designy things. So I loved building forts or not interior designer. Um, interior decorator? No. Like the one where you need like the four year degree and a lot of math. Contractor? Architecture. Architect. Architect. Like Ar- Ted Mosby. Architect. Okay, architect. That's what I wanted to be because I loved making forts, but I would make like rooms. I would divide them. My forts were crazy. Remember one time I, my mom let me stay home sick and I felt better halfway through the day and we had a bunch of cardboard boxes in the house. So then I built a giant fort out of cardboard boxes and she came home from work and asked me, were you really sick? I was like, I was, but now I felt better. <laughs> Built a whole fort like in our living room. Okay, as you're telling me the story, <laughs> I remember us living in Florida in the middle of the hurricane. We were quarantined to our apartment. I built the fort, not you. <laughs> Where were these mad building fort building skills in the middle of Hurricane Irma? I built the fort. I'm sorry. I was a little stressed out during Hurricane Irma. (laughs) I was more stressed out about impending doom than a fort at the time. So uh, the next thing I really wanted to be was a spy. I was really obsessed with spy kids growing up, and I used to be really good at hiding. I used to be really sneaky. I used to eavesdrop a lot. And you found this out this weekend. We were visiting our friend Kaylee. And Kelsey, I was, like, laying down, and I was... I was awake, but I hadn't really moved. I was, like, on my phone, and Kelsey couldn't see me, and she started going off. We were reading the, per- we're reading the Percy Jackson books right now, and Kelsey's reading them uh, all before me, and she goes, oh, does this character come back? And I turn around, and I go, what do you mean this character comes back? <laughs> and she goes, I thought you were asleep. I was like, no, I've been up for like 20 minutes listening to this conversation. She's like, really? I was like, yeah. So thanks for kind of ruining the book. I see you're sleeping and I go, you awake? Because you don't move. But I don't I move. To, yeah. No, I'm sneaky. I used to get myself into trouble as a kid doing that all the time on like vacations because I used to just sit there and people were like, Amy, you awake? I'm like, yeah, I've been awake for like 20 minutes. Why haven't you moved? Mm-hmm. I want to see what I could hear. <laughs> okay, so you wanted to be a spy. I'm spy. thinking, to- did you ever play when you were a kid, you played Totally Spies? Oh, always. I was always Alex. You were always Alex? Always oh, Alex. I was Clover. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. No, as Alex, I loved Totally Spies, Spy Kids, uh, Get Smart. Like, the the remake with Steve Carell and the original, like, 19-whatever show. <laughs> Just charming. I love all that stuff. And then I wanted to be a lawyer for a while because my mom's just always told me I was very argumentative 
<laughs> so I was like, well, I could make money off arguing. And then I wanted to be a kindergarten teacher because unlike you, I really like kids to this day. Yeah. I still really like <laughs> yeah, kids. Yeah, you still like kids. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I like give off like strong kindergarten teacher energy. So maybe if everything else falls apart, I can go be a kindergarten teacher. The only thing, there's no jobs in that. Yeah, no, that's hard. You're yeah. There's way more jobs in early childhood than there is kindergarten. And I don't want early childhood if I want yeah. kindergarten because those kids are potty trained. Yeah. <laughs> Not dealing with no bathroom. I'm just trying to think about you being a lawyer because I remember when you were taking your law class and you hated every minute of it. It's not that I hated law. It's that I hated my teacher and the way he taught. That wasn't fun. True. Yeah, that was a very stressful time for you and I felt really bad. That was, yeah, that was awful. Uh, business law sucks if anyone has to take it or has taken it you know what I mean <laughs> and other than that I thought for a while I'd want to be a guidance counselor because I like to listen to people's problems and give them not like life-changing advice but like lead them on the right path like I don't want to be like a psychiatrist that's a lot of work but a guidance counselor I could definitely be um, and then my mom always thought growing up I would make a really good nurse because I'm always very attentive to people and I even nowadays like whenever my friends are sick I'm always like what are your symptoms what is wrong no, with I can you? see you being a nurse you have very good bedside manner yeah but you're and you're not really gro- you're not grossed out by anything which no, I've learned I'm, yeah I'm really not <laughs> like I remember when I when I popped my shoulder out and you you were a little bit grossed out but not enough to send you running no I was like whoa <laughs> that's crazy I find it more fascinating than anything else maybe I'll just go volunteer at a hospital because I don't like science it was something I've never been good at in school I was good at physics that was it and you don't need that to be a nurse so those are my jobs did I do any of them no I'm still sneaky so I guess I could still kind of be a spy and then again the fashion designer is the only thing that's kind of trickled its way up because I ha- I do know how to sew. I've made my own clothes and now I'm in fashion marketing and I know how like the industry kind of works. So that kind of, you know, followed me till now. Okay, that's, no, that's fair, yeah. You're trying to teach me how to sew. It's not going well. Kelsey cannot sew a straight line for some reason. <laughs> that's okay, we'll teach you. We'll get you there. But, so, so we've now accomplished like what we both wanted to be. Do you remember when you were growing up, we all have that, that one person who was dead set on one because I feel like when you're growing up with people because I mean I might be a bit different for you than it was me because I didn't move around at all as a kid I stayed in the same yeah. place my entire childhood but did you ever grow up with someone who wanted to be something and then either a they're nothing like that at all or b they did exactly that and you're like wow you stuck to this from since you were a kid mm. No, because the only two examples I have, because I did move around, so a lot of people, like, have really changed their minds. Mm -hmm. I know my brother Joel, growing up, he wanted to be, like, in animation. That was something he really, really liked. Uh, Like, when Pixar had a studio in Vancouver, he got to tour it. He got to do all those things. He was really into all that kind of stuff. Never went through it. Now he's doing something in tech. And he always wanted to be an astronaut growing up. But his vision is so bad that he's not allowed. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, technically, Joel, without his glasses, he's legally blind. Ooh. So you can't be you can't be in space and be blind. Yeah. Like, so sorry. And then I went to high school with a guy who 
It's my favorite story, and I tell this to a lot of people. And it fits well for this. I remember him telling me one day in class, because we were talking about what did you want to be when you grew up? And he goes, I wanted to be a fire truck. And I look at him, and I take a moment, and I go, don't you mean fireman? Or like firefighter? And he goes, no, I wanted to be the truck. <laughs> and I was like, all right. So you wanted to be a transformer? <laughs> yeah, I wanted to be a transformer. <laughs> so I was like, okay, cool. And now the guy, uh, he's a film director. Didn't oh. think he'd go that path, but... That's very different from a fire truck to a film director. Yeah, not quite a transformer. Maybe if science gets there, he'll get yeah. to live his dream. But until then... Because like, when I think of because when I think of my, my oldest friend, I was friends with this girl since we were five years old. And she wanted to be an Olympic swimmer. Mm. She ended up being an Olympic swimmer. And then... She wanted to go into kinesiology, which in Victoria, there is a kinesiology program that literally has like a three year waiting list because every yeah. every person wants to go into it. And then I don't think she ever went into it. Mm-hmm. But like she was dead set on that for years. And I don't think she ever went into it. And then the only other one I can think of was what did my sister want to be? Oh, see, a lot of people I knew wanted to be professionally professional athletes. Yeah. But the chance of being a professionally because my sister wanted to be a uh, she wanted to join the women's the Canadian women's team for hockey. Oh yeah. But my sister is very small. She's smaller than me. Yeah. There and their team is so based out of Toronto that when you live in BC you don't really have a chance of making the team unless you are you are like the Haley Wicken you are the Haley Wickenizer of your your generation. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, she still she works at a sporting goods store, so she's still kind of like she's in that industry, but it's not you it's know, not quite the it's same. not the big dream yeah. you wanted to be. And then when I think of when I think of my my teenage so my teenage best friend, her I don't know. I don't know if she listens to the podcast, <laughs> but I grew up with uh, with her name is Kelsey. We're, we were thing one and thing two because we were both named Kelsey. And from the time I met her when I was 15 years old, she wanted to be an HR. She was like, I mean, he had a business degree and I'm going to be an HR. Wow. And she has a business degree, but I think she works in accounting at a university. But, like, she has had the most, like, simple, like, career path follow, like, check followed line. And I was like, wow, I've changed what I wanted to do 18 times. And you're like, dot, cross, dot, cross, dot, cross. I mean, I, like, a girl I uh, traveled to Europe with in high school, she was like, I want to be a nurse. And that's all she wanted to be. And now she is. So, like, some people just have such a vision that that's all they want want to be and you know what good for them and then some people want to be a fire truck yeah some people <laughs> just want to be a fire truck people just want to live their dreams oh yeah i i'm trying to think oh yes i so i was talking to my mom and i was very curious because when when you th- when you know your parents you don't know your you you're you've known your parents your entire life yeah but they've had an entire l- part of their huge part of their life without you yeah so I asked my mom I asked my mom tonight I was like what did thing what were things you wanted to be when you grew up and she told me she wanted to be a teacher a marine biologist a gymnast and a ballerina so my mother's Barbie Uh, (laughs) she wanted to be Barbie my mother wanted to be Barbie not quite Uh, tall enough to be Barbie no my mother is shorter than me uh my mother works in parks and rec she is she she's close she's a mix of Anne Perkins and Ron Swanson <laughs> and I love her but to go from that to that it's just life happens 
Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what my dad wanted to be growing up. Uh, my mom wanted to be a professional figure skater. That was like something she thought that she would be, or she wanted to go into kinesiology. That's what she started go- going to. Oh, sorry, kinesiology, and then she wanted to be a teacher, so she wanted to do like that pathway, and then she got pregnant with me <laughs> and that couldn't happen so sorry sorry mom love you and so now she she's gone through lots of careers so but now she's living her best life exactly yeah so with the thing with careers so we could we you think about what you want as a child and then you think about what you can do logistically right because there's there's a lot about having hopes and dreams but there's a lot of jobs you just you have to realize what you can you can never have. Like, we all know, at five foot three, I was never going to be in the WNBA. <laughs> you were never going to be. <laughs> Let's just put that out there right now. I could love basketball, could practice 10 hours a day, but let's be honest, it's just out of my control. Yeah, sorry, man. You're you're not uh, horizontally gifted. It's just for like that you could never be a horse jockey. No, not too tall. Exactly. You're way too. Even I'm too tall to be a horse jockey. Yeah. They want them under like five feet. So there's jobs which are with within your control and without your control. And as much as you want them, sometimes it just. It won't happen. Mm-hmm. Like, one day I would love to dunk a basketball. Currently, I've only been able to dunk a basketball in one of those Fisher-Price hoops, but you know. You'll get there. I'll get there. There, But the, for the, the reasons you don't know what you want to do, they have these lovely career aptitude tests, which I surprisingly never had to take in high school. I never did either. They always asked us. The only time I was ever asked what I wanted to be was in Alberta. Uh, at the time, they made you, ch- uh, you had, everyone had to take the same grade 10 math class. But once you finished that, you could branch off to either calculus or non-calculus math. So your math teacher would sit you down being like, so like, what do you thinking you want to go to university for? And you would tell them and they would tell you. Oh, okay, so you need calculus or don't even worry about it. Just if you if you want to take it, go ahead, but you don't have to take mm. it. So I remember my math teacher sitting down and I was not great in math until probably grade 12. And my teacher was like, so like, what do you want to be like go into? And I was like, oh, probably something within like the fashion world. She was like, okay, then you definitely don't need calculus. <laughs> I was like, cool, because I didn't want to take it. So other than that, I was never asked. Yeah, I I remember that too, because I had fully decided I wanted to go to school for acting. I got early, I got accepted into two different schools for acting. One I couldn't go to because it was in LA and it was uh, $30,000 a semester. Oof. And they gave me an $8,000 scholarship but I was like uh I I don't know where I'm gonna come up with the rest yeah and then I got accepted into a school in Vancouver which was far cheaper no kidding (laughs) so that's where I went but yeah they they were like you don't need high levels of math if that's what you want to do so what I decided to do was I decided to take a cheeky little look to see if I could find some career aptitude tests and surprisingly the government of Canada has a career aptitude test on their website and there's six different tests you can take and each of them are like 50 questions each yeah they're pretty intense we only did one of them but yeah. even the one test I was like wow okay these yeah. questions are and the questions were very specific Mm -hmm. So. No, we did the first one. And so let's talk about our answers for that one. Because we went online 
and we did the one. So if you go on to, we'll link it in the bio. I want to, yeah, we'll make sure to link. We'll link all the quizzes we took in the bio. Yeah. And Kelsey, you want to go over your results or my results? Uh, we'll go over, we'll go over my results first. Okay. So the first quiz we did was the very first one on the Job Bank government website was the interest one. And my occupations matching my abilities, 100% conductor, electrical power distribution manager, government managers of economic analysis, policy development, and program administration, government manager of education policy development, government manager health and social policy development, manager natural resources production and fishing, manufacturing managers, natural gas supply manager, other manager, petroleum product distribution manager, waste system manager, water pollution manager. Wow, these all sound so much like jobs you want. Water supply manager, supervisor of food and beverage, supervisor motor transport, supervisor motor vehicle, supervisor petroleum grass, supervisor railway transport, acting teacher. Really? Wasn't the acting teacher? Yeah, look. Wow. All right. Yeah. So now, um, clearly I like to be in charge. Yeah. Clearly thinks I should be in charge. I personally do not work in the uh, gas industry. No, No. I have no desire to go up to Alberta and work in the oil industry. I'm screaming. That's so funny. I don't understand why I got those. Maybe because I I think it's because when I do a group project, I need to be in charge. Every time I do have done a group project, I have always been stuck with the people who are just the worst, <laughs> like the absolute worst. So I'm just used to doing everything myself and I'm used to dictating what people need to do. Yeah. So I think that's why I got this answers. But I like that it was all like supervisor of industry and then Acting teacher. Acting teacher. Well, all else fails. Acting. Yeah. Uh, so those are my... <laughs> oh, and then act- after acting teacher is chef, which actually I'm a really good cook. That's fair. So yeah, so leader, <laughs> supervisor, manager of industry, acting teacher, chef. That's what I take from the government of Canada, things I need to do. I love it. Thank you, Government of Canada. We appreciate you. Yes, uh, I'll see you on the oil fields. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> so what are yours? Mine is very different from yours, which I, I I assumed as much, but I find it really funny. My top job was architecture and science manager, business developing officer, marketing researcher and consultants, computer and information systems manager, a dietitian, an editor, engineering manager, program officer, advertising manager, conference and event planner, corporate sales manager, e-business manager, marketing manager, public relations manager, supervisor in logging and forestry, supervisor in the in mining and quarrying, an art director, a choreographer, college instructor, a director, film, radio, television, or video game producer, home economist, housing policy analyst, international aid and development project officers, management consultants, social policy research, social services planners, social survey researchers, university professor, agriculture representative, and last but not least, architect. See, that's the thing is I don't get. So my all my top your all of yours made sense mine makes sense all of your makes sense for you all my 100% are the ones of managers and then when you get to the 98% it's acting teacher chef curator 
dance teacher, farm supervisor. But my grandfather is a farmer, and I have supervised him on his farm. (laughs) Forestry technologist and technician. Judge. Librarian and museum art gallery manager. Manager of publishing motion, motion pictures, broadcasting, and performing arts. Manager in healthcare. So, like, I see all of yours. My top ones that are all 100%, I do not get. No, whereas even my, like, top ones, I'm like, maybe. I, I get yours. I mean, there's a couple of them, like, like nutritionist. <laughs> you will eat chips and salsa for every meal if I let you. Damn straight, I will. <laughs> but, like, we all have jobs. But, like, most of your jobs make sense. Mine, like, I, oh God, there's, because, like, if you were to pick out one of those, what is the one you would never be caught doing? You don't care how much money you would never do. I'd never be caught being in, like, logging, forestry, mining, or quarrying. My uncle works in a mine, and I have absolutely no interest in that. Like, I have no interest in petroleum product distribution manager. Yeah, or corporate sales managers. Even though, like, I'm a marketing person and that's sales, corporate sales sound is so sleazy and disgusting. Nope, no thank you. What is conduct? So what are they? Because the conductor is my first one. Choo-choo. They make good money, though. They make really good money. Conductors direct bands, orchestra. Oh, I thought it was oh, a train conductor. Okay, so did I. <laughs> no. So did I. I. So my number one pick is conductor. Conductors direct bands, orchestras, and choruses, and performing instrumental and vocal compositions. Okay. That makes more sense. Now. That makes more sense. I fully thought train conductor. So did I. I was like, choo-choo, here we go. No, but okay, that makes a little bit more sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I guess I guess I could be a conductor. I was in band. I was briefly in well, I, I did band from from when I was eleven to when I was thirteen, so middle school. Yeah. I played the alto saxophone. Nice. I had a lot of natural ability for it. But I ended up hating the instrument mm. because I had to walk 45 minutes home from middle school. Oh, that's And I had to it. take that thing home to practice. But I was also still under five feet tall. Because I was, of course, four foot something. And that thing weighs 45 pounds. And there was three hills in my 45-minute walk home. Oh, God. So to think I resented that instrument? (laughs) No, that's fair. It's funny enough, I also played the alto sax growing up. And I changed, not for the same, I changed because I got really obsessed with rock band. And I was like, I want to learn how to play the drums. It's not the same. <laughs> well, see, I wanted to play the flute because when I was in grade 11, uh, when I, sorry, when I was 11, not in grade 11, when I was 11, I was going to join band and I wanted to play the flute because when I saw the orchestras, all the pretty girls played the flute. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm going to play the flute. Also, it fits in your backpack. Yes. But no, my father said to me, you don't want to play the flute. No, it's a cool instrument, the saxophone. You want to play the saxophone. My dad wanted me to be Kenny G. Oh. See, I wanted to be Lisa Simpson. I wanted to be, like, with the saxophone all the time. Jazz man. Yeah. Although I did try try to play the flute, and I was terrible at it. So he did know my natural ability. Too bad I had to walk all that way. I could have been, I could have been one of the greatest saxophone players ever. Probably not, but... You never know. <laughs> you never know. So that's the government telling you what you do. But I get it. Like, it tells me that I'm more of a, I'm more of a, was it... 
gives your top three personality. I'm a directive person, an innovative person, and a methodical person, which I do get. You know, I like to dictate. I like to direct. I'm very, I'm very innovative and I'm very creative. I'm always ways with coming up with new ideas and methodical. I do like things done in a way. Yeah. So do, do you have your top three? I do. I got directive. I have innovative. And then I have social. And I think those are all pretty self-explanatory things again like directive you like to be in charge and they see themselves as independent or self-directing because I work I work well in a group but I also can work very well individually even though my school record will not show that but when it's in a working environment I can work by myself homework nah doing that shit last minute Uh, innovative I adjust to change very easily and can always change up things and social I I like dealing with people as much as being in customer service sucks I'm always like oh you got a problem customer give them to me like let me deal with this I'm I'm like always ready to go I'm ready to fight someone at all times (laughs) okay that's fair I do see you Mm -hmm. now the government, of course, is is going to tell us what we want to do. But, of course, you don't always want to trust the government. No. Now, so I decided to seek out from a different source and what I think I should do with my life. So when you think quizzes, what do you think? What website would you go to? Does it start with a B? It does. So let's stroll on over to BuzzFeed. Ooh. Because I found a BuzzFeed quiz... It is. So this BuzzFeed quiz is this 20-question quiz will tell you which five career options you're most suited for. Now, I've I've done mine, but I'm curious. We're going to do Amy's live on air. Ooh, okay. All right, because we've done the government one. We took the 50 questions. Let's see what BuzzFeed has told us. Amy, day or night? Night. Sweet or savory? Ooh, sweet. I had to do this live because this is the dumbest questions. The uh, the government one is all about, are you a methodical person? And BuzzFeed's like, no, sweet or savory? <laughs> Cold or hot? Cold. Inside or outside? Outside. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Movies or TV? TV. Soup or salad? <laughs> salad. <laughs> That's a very important job aptitude question. Country or city? Ah, city. Numbers or words? Numbers. Art or P.E.? This may shock a lot of people, but P.E. Truth or dare? Ooh, truth. Winter or summer? Winter. Not looking for... Oh, sorry, summer. Why did I say winter? Yeah, I don't know. That was stupid of me. Oh my god, I almost ruined my quiz. Yeah, you don't like winter. You moved from Alberta to avoid (laughs) winter. There we go. Okay. Veggies or fruit? Fruit. Text or call? Text. Fries or onion rings? Onion rings. <laughs> Fries. Past or future? Future. Christmas or Halloween? Ooh, as the French would say, Halloween. Oh, I see that university class is doing so well with you. Absolutely. <laughs> Sunrise or sunset? Sunset. Pancakes or... Waffles. And I will fight everybody on this. Waffles is always the correct answer. Waffles absolutely They is. are the superior breakfast. 
diagonal or down the middle for your sandwich cut? I'm going to get shit for this, but I choose diagonal. Why would you choose? Why? Like, no, I agree with you, diagonal. Why would you choose down the middle? I don't know. Diagonal just, there's something about diagonal that just tastes better. Yeah, it's just so satisfying. Yeah. All right, what are your results? All right, let's see. What did I get? Ooh, I got I got Meryl Streep. Uh, that's the photo <laughs> that they give you at the end of the quiz. I got recommended career path, actor, fashion designer, artist, chef, or florist. You're an uber creative person with a big personality. You're not afraid to be bold, and you put your own twist on everything you do. You excel in careers like these that put your artistic abilities to work and never get boring. I would say that is incredibly accurate for me. See, the thing is, I got the exact same answer. And, yeah, I I did the twist too. I chose some of my answers were very different than yours, and I got the exact same result as one BuzzFeed quiz does. Yep. So, actor. I mean, of course, I've been an actor. Yep. Have you? Have you acted in anything? Yeah. Um, I got the lead role in one of my elementary school's Christmas pageants two years in a row. Thank you very much. Were you Jesus? No. Um, <laughs> one year, I remember we did like a like a surfing Christmas thing. And I had this like whole dialogue scene where a shark took a bite out of my surfboard. I don't remember what the other one was. And then I did Sorry, drama. were you Santa? I was not Santa. I was an elf. That's what I was. I was an elf. I mean, fashion designer, that's very close for you. And that's like me too. Because I, because we sell jewelry at my work and we have a mannequin, but we don't sell clothes. So I've, I use like these decorative scarves we have to make like dresses. And people are always like, oh, how much is this dress? I'm like, now it's a scarf (laughs) with just a lot of pins in it. But you could buy the scarf and turn it into a dress yourself. Exactly, yeah. See, there you go. I mean, if you have this perfectly sized, two sculpted hourglass figure. I mean, <laughs> I may work. Yeah. No, but so you're, I mean, you're teaching me how to sew. You could be a designer. Yeah, I could. Okay, what, uh, artist? I mean, what is my medium? I was really good with clay. I was always good at clay growing up. I've never been good at, I've always been good at color, like color theory and matching things like that drawing sculpting painting nah that that stuff frustrates me so I'm really good at doing things with my hands which is why I got really good at sewing Mm, okay chef what is your best dish like if you're okay so it's the third date Mm -hmm. you want to impress me Amy what are you cooking me for dinner it's so hard because the thing I'm really good at is you don't like it, so I would never make it for you. I make a really good chicken fettuccine Alfredo. True. I think Alfredo sauce tastes like mold. Yeah. So the one thing I would make you, you wouldn't like. So other than that... Is that your best dish? That's your, that's your like, panty-dropping dish? Yeah. Because I make it really good. If I'm, like, really trying to impress someone, I put, I put like, garlic, and I put... I put all the spices in it, and I put some extra cheese, and it's, you make homemade garlic bread, put some thyme, oh, it's my favorite, so good. What would be mine? I mean, I've, I've done a lot of, like, the third day cooking, but I'm also a baker, too, so that one's, like, really, I have, like, my go-to baking is I either bake my boyfriend cookies if I want to seal the deal, Mm -hmm. which you've had my boyfriend cookies. They're very good. Yeah, or I, I can bake three different types of pies really well or butter tarts 
my go-to meal. Ooh, I did a th- I did a third date go-to meal when I asked him. It was like, do you want English, Mexican, or Italian? And he said English. So I baked like a roast with with Yorkshire pudding, garlic, mashed potatoes, roasted veggies. That's a good seal the deal. Mm-hmm. That's my English seal the deal. My Italian seal the deal is I make a penne Antonio. So it's penne noodles, pesto sauce, feta cheese, tomatoes, chicken. It's a recipe I learned from a restaurant I used to yeah, work at. Yeah. And then if I'm going to go seal the deal Mexican, because I worked at a Mexican restaurant, mm-hmm. I do, like, roasted uh, chicken enchiladas. Mm. Mm, so much cheese, but so good. Yeah. No, I think my best dessert, which, again, is also something you don't like, which is why I never made it for you. You don't like a lot of the things I like, so <laughs> it becomes really difficult. It's true. Yeah. They're called black bottom cupcakes. So it's a, it's a really rich, dark chocolate cupcake. And then you put... Uh, ball of cream cheese frosting in the middle and then you bake it and i've then... had those i like those oh, okay i didn't know that you liked those why did those? you think i don't like those because you don't like cupcakes you don't I... like cake true i just don't like vanilla cake okay i don't like vanilla cake and i don't birth it's because i don't like frosting okay i hate frosting i think frosting is gross oh yeah no i should make you my mother's black bottom yeah cupcake. no she my mother some good my ones. mother has made black bottom cake cupcakes before and they're very good they're so good i like them yeah i just don't like vanilla frosting and i don't like birthday cake but i like chocolate cake okay that's okay i will make you yeah. black bottom cupcakes then <laughs> sounds good look at all these things we learn on the podcast exactly <laughs> we're becoming closer friends and the last thing that buzzfeed told us that the two of us could be is a florist. No. Now, I I could be a florist because I can grow flowers. I can like I we had at my work we were given this bulb at Christmas time mm-hmm. that grew this flower and it had never bloomed as beautifully until I started working there because I talked to it. I named it Francesca. I watered it and it was so gorgeous. I'll have to I'll have to post a photo of Francesca. She was so beautiful. She was very pretty. You kill everything. (laughs) Not on purpose. I... Yeah, I don't have a good green thumb. I in my mom. The thing is, you have a my, black thumb. Yeah, my mom's a great fl- uh, gardener. Like she can grow anything. My uncle grows carrots and potatoes and all those great things. I inherited my aunt's green thumb, where she will kill every. Like she always bought like the hanging baskets from Costco. She'll kill those like after a day. I had cactuses that I got when I moved here as like a moving away gift because I said I really wanted oh, right, like your a cactus. cactus. <laughs> I had two cactuses. They moved here all the way from Alberta. One of them had a death wish from the very beginning because it fell out of its pot three times. And I had to replant it every time. And they died. I, I honestly, I forgot to water them. That's just what happened. And it, I love buying flowers or when people buy flowers for me, but I just can't keep them alive to save my life. That's the issue. I don't fully always blame me, especially because living here, our apartment gets so hot and it has the worst sunlight. Even though we have skylights, like you would think there'd be enough light, but I don't know. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Sure. It's not just totally me. It's that we live in a box of heat. Yeah, no, our apartment is not the great greatest for living things. Like, I love fish, and I want to pet fish so badly, but I will not bring a fi- I will not bring a fish into this apartment. No, he'll uh, he'll get cooked, and that's not fair <laughs> to him. No, it's truly not. So now we know what the government's told us we should be. What Buzzfeed's told us what we should be. What our childhood has told us what we should be. Now, 
think back to your to all of this. Did you ever decide? Yes, I want to be a barista. No, I mean growing up because I knew people who worked at uh, the coffee shop. I always thought it'd be really fun and really cool. I didn't think I would be there for as long as I have been. That's my thing. Is I thought I would just be like, oh, it's just a job and I'll leave. No, now I feel so indebted to this company <laughs> that I can't leave. No, and I think about it. I never because when I was a little kid, I did play restaurant. Oh yeah, yeah, everyone yeah. did. Yeah, you brought you brought the plates to the table. There's nothing on it. It was like, mmm, so good. So I did see myself working in a restaurant, customer service in a in a boutique. Eh, not really, but it's as a child you don't think of the means to the ends job. You don't think of the paycheck jobs. You think of the careers. Yeah, well, and as a kid, everything just seems so exciting, so new, and you know, when you're like, I'm a doctor, you don't realize you need eight years of medical school to be a doctor like it's not just it's not just Grey's Anatomy to show up kind of thing you know as a child wanting to be an actress I didn't think of all right I did the acting school the auditions and then all the other bullshit that comes with trying to be an actor I didn't think of that No. no I was just going to I was just gonna win an Oscar I had a dream I was gonna win a double Oscar I was gonna write no, sorry, triple triple Oscar. I was going to write, direct, and star in a movie, and I was going to win the Oscar for all three. It was lofty goals. Yeah. I don't know what this. I don't know what kind of movie I was writing that deserved <laughs> all three. But as a kid, I was going to do it. Yeah. No. I like. I really wanted to be a spy, but you need like degrees in international relations, and you need to speak multiple languages, and you need to be able to disappear. And it's a very lonely life to be a spy. So. Yeah. It's not as grammarous. You don't have that hair dryer. <laughs> yeah. Hook. I don't have the grappling hook. I don't have the cool comp. I don't have a Jerry. Like, totally spies glamorized. We have a Jeremy, but not a Jerry. No. I haven't seen Jeremy the Seagull in a while, though, which is good. He can stay away. Yeah. No. (laughs) But who knows? I think there's always time, no matter what, to. If you want to pursue your dream career, you want to. No, you can go for your dreams any day you want. You can change your life at any time. I mean, I'm 25 and I'm just going back to school because what I thought I wanted, I don't know if I want anymore. And that's totally okay. And I think you can pursue your dreams at any age. You're never too old to learn something new. Never. Like, that's the, the old, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. You can. It just takes some patience. It definitely does. And that's a very good note to end on. I think so. So thank you, kids. Uh, circle time is now over. You can go have your juice box and your cheese string. Yum. And play outside. Remember to put your outside shoes on. <laughs> Because we don't want to drag dirt in on the circle time. But I think Amy's going to give us the good old plug and outro. Heck yeah, I am. So thank you guys so much for listening. If you've made it this far, you can follow us on Instagram at Can You Take My Shift. You can also follow us on Twitter at CYTMS Podcast. We love to hear from you. If you want to send us a DM, comment, like our things, just share anything. We always love to hear from you and have good conversations there. And you can listen to us on Anchor. We're available there. We're available on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. We're also available to be listened to on YouTube, which is a great option for a lot of people. And I think that's kind of everywhere. I just want to give a 
final shout out to my mom, who I finally convinced to listen to this podcast. She also didn't realize podcasts were so long. So shout out to Kelsey's mom. Hello, Kelsey's mom. Thanks for making it this far. That's awesome. Yeah, no, we've, yeah, nine episodes are doing great. Now that we're officially back into school, we're just going to keep chugging this train along just gonna keep on going and kelsey can you take my shift well see i have a very regimented now workout routine every morning and i there is like four shrek movies two specials so as long as it doesn't interfere with those oh that's totally fair shrek is very important because shrek is love shrek is life (laughs) all right thanks guys so much for listening and we'll see y'all next week Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system.